You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Things change all the time, Brandon. And right now, we've seen some headlines about change as interest rates have gone down. And I read an article saying that interest rate risk is the greatest risk in retirement today. That throws me off because you've talked about things like taxes being risky, Mm-hmm. looking at too much exposure in your portfolio, market risk, healthcare costs, that being a risk, interest rate risk? Right. No, I totally agree with this. Okay. And, and I talk about this in, in our classes that we teach and that I volunteer for, because if we were to flash back, go back to the crash of 2008, when we went down, when the S&P went down 51% from peak to valley, well, at that time, Obama and Ben Bernanke, to stabilize the financial markets, they put interest rates down to zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we had never been at zero before. And so they did that to stabilize the market, try to bring confidence back into the markets here. And so it, and it worked. Right. So it, it, totally it worked. Did. And we turned and as after March 9th of 09, we started working our way back up. And yes, there were some volatile times we felt like. But if you zoom out 30,000, 10 year foot view, we see a trend where it's coming back up. And so by 2013, we hit all time new highs. I talk about in the class that I believe that would be, they didn't ask, Obama did not ask me, of course, right? Why is that? I thought I he was, know. they were know. all supposed to call you before they did anything. I know. Bernanke, he's, <laughs> he's from, uh, I think he's from Dillon up here in South I mean, Carolina. he could have hollered you know, at you. South of the border. Um, he's, anyway, so he, they did not ask me, believe it or not, but that would have been a great time to, okay, let's bring rates back to historical normal levels. Why keep them down at basically emergency levels here because we hit all-time new highs. But no, we left them at zero all the way till Trump goes in. And then that's when Janet Yellen starts, the Fed say, okay, now we need to start raising rates. So they start now inching them back up, trying to get them back up. And they said, hey, we've got to get them back to normal levels. It's not healthy to leave these down so low. And so Yellen was bringing them up. And now, of course, Jerome Powell, he did it four times in 2018, which sent us into a almost a flash crash right there before Christmas time. If you remember Mm -hmm. Uh, at the end of 2018, the S&P went down 22 percent. Like most people didn't even notice that until it was they were like, holy moly, look where the market went. So they said, "Okay, we're going to stop raising them so fast. You know what we believe and a lot of economists believe is, yeah, we're we're still very, very low. And that's not that healthy. We need to continue to raise them. Well, now we've got another rate cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got a rate cut. And so what, this is not good news for baby boomers. Why okay? not? Not good news. Because if you're a baby boomer, you need to be looking to lower your risk. Well, that's okay? true. But if you're taking out a loan, lower interest rates are better. But I guess baby boomers aren't doing as many loans. Right. Not doing as many loans. What they need is they need they need decent return on their low risk investments. So things like maybe at the bank. Okay. Okay. At the bank there or bonds, you know, bond funds are under a lot of pressure when they start raising interest rates. It's like a seesaw here. As interest rates come up, bond returns go down. Hmm. Okay. And so if we're needing to reduce our risk because we're going into retirement and we can't take these big, massive swings up and down and we can't sleep at night because we're stressed and worried about another market crash. Well, the only 
obvious answer here is, okay, we've got to reduce our risk. For example, this past week, I had a client come into my office. He had saved about, well, we were only really talking about 600,000 that he had in his IRAs. Okay. okay? He still had about 200,000 in brokerage accounts. And he said, Brandon, I manage those. You know, I want to leave those over here. I said, no problem. I'll I'll let, we'll have a little competition. How about that? (laughs) And so, so he had those over there. And so we were focusing on his IRAs. And when we did our portfolio analysis here, that came back and said, okay, he was 80% exposed in equities, international, small cap, right? Just very volatile equities. Mm -hmm. And then only 20% in low risk. And he said, Brandon, I want to get defensive, but do you blame me? I mean, where, where can I go here? And we pulled up some bonds, some very popular PIMCO bond funds, some Barclays aggregate bond funds. And we looked at over the past five years, those things are only up about 3% cumulatively over five years. Because of interest rates, I would assume. That's right. And so bonds are have been really under a lot of pressure since Trump's gone in, and we're continuing to see that. So what I want people to really fight against is the pull to stay too aggressive, right? If, if mm-hmm. you don't like bonds and don't like CDs and money markets and you know stuff at the bank, right, which I don't blame you, I don't like those either, what the error that you could make is you might leave too much money out exposed into the market, okay? Mm. Because then when, when, not if, but then when, when we have our crash, we're already going to be at historical low interest rate levels where we can't push it down anymore. And so the market is going to just correct until it comes back a free market. Okay. Okay. So, so Kristen, what, what I like to do, what I like to show, what I showed him in my office is I said, Hey, what if there is a way that we could protect some of this money? So instead of going to bonds or CDs, let's let an insurance company hold this money they will guarantee you no losses. Okay. okay. No losses there. And then there's a lot of these indexes that are available that are managed and that could participate in equity returns hmm. when the markets are good. But if the markets are bad, it could shift to bonds. It's a tactically managed index inside there. And I showed him, I said, but the great thing is, even if they're wrong with that index, even if it, let's say it returns one year down 10%, well, that insurance company has already made a deal with you and they will protect you from that loss. Now, that sounds like a more controllable situation in a lot of ways because we can't control what's going to happen with interest rates. We can't control what's going to happen on Wall Street. But there's a little bit of control inside this option. That's right. And I told him, I said, I'm going to guarantee you something in the stock market, which, you know, probably not supposed to guarantee. And I said, I guarantee that the stock market is either going to go up sideways or down. Oh my he goes, gosh. oh yeah, okay, okay. I guess that's not a big guarantee. <laughs> and I, and I guarantee said, you, you have to pay taxes and that one day you're going to pass right. away. <laughs> that's right. And I said, I said, what you've got to think about is if the market just continues to go up from here into oblivion, then everybody's going to be happy. You're going to be happy. If you go with my plan, you're going to be happy. But I said, what if the markets go down? I said, right now you have no plan to protect your downside. You know, Mm -hmm. the portfolio he had with our report, it said that back in 2008, those funds he was in went down 45%. I said, I don't want you to go down 45% at this point. You're 70 years old right now, and you're taking all of this risk. With my plan, you know, we've got, even if this managed index, even if they get stupid and they, you know, they don't do a good job managing it, the insurance company is still protecting you. Okay. Thinking pessimistically, worst case scenario, we're still going to be okay. You still have every penny that you put into this strategy. And by the way, there were no fees whatsoever Hmm. on this solution here. Okay. Yeah. So we've taken the risk off the table. We've taken fees off the table. And I said, we should, we should, you know, expect modest gains. And I quantified that. I said, what if we get three to 5%? 
Okay. Three to 5%, no risk, no fees. We're trying to beat bond funds and bond returns. I couldn't guarantee it, but I said, you know, when, when we look at the numbers here, it it's making sense. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I mean, I, I can see where the, you know, the downside is much better with your s- strategy here. And then the upside's probably a toss up here. So yeah, so that was good here with, you know, with these rates going down, that's what you listening, that's what everybody's got to do is you want to retire the risk on, you know, a good portion of your money. You want to get more defensive as you get towards and especially into retirement. You just got to make sure that that money doesn't retire as well. Still keep it working for you. That makes a lot of sense. I like the way that sounds. I need to retire, but my money does not. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.